Proactive Athletes is the premier place that empowers student athletes to overcome the challenges of college sports recruitment. Their unparalleled expertise and influential network will guide you towards realizing your fullest potential. At Proactive Athletes, they understand that each student athlete is unique, facing their own set of obstacles. That's why their dedicated team takes the time to comprehend your individual needs, providing a comprehensive hands-on approach tailored to your success. With their personalized attention and unwavering support, they ensure your satisfaction every step of the way. Through their vast network, they have successfully connected with over 2.3 million coaches, giving your child's profile the exposure it deserves. In fact, their student-athletes' profiles have been viewed by an astounding 716,000 coaches, solidifying their reputation as the go-to platform for recruitment. What sets them apart is their data-driven approach, allowing them to make informed decisions that result in better outcomes for their student-athletes. By harnessing the power of data, they maximize your child's chances of success as they embark on the next chapter of their athletic journey. Join the ranks of proactive athletes and unlock your true potential. Let them amplify your talent, connect you with coaches that want you but may not have known about you, and pave the way for your future success. Together, they will defy the odds and ensure that your dreams become a reality. Don't wait any longer. Get proactive in your child's recruitment process today by visiting proactiveathletes.com. And make sure you use Shark Effect 10 for 10% off. Having that in our world, in our life, I think it can benefit us. So when storms come, you know, different things that that can impact us negatively, we have a strong foundation that we won't be swayed. We won't just completely crumble. Welcome to the Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden. I'm a former NFL veteran, and now I'm a leadership and personal development speaker and coach. In this podcast, you will hear inspirational and humorous stories from leaders of all walks of life, from current and former professional athletes, coaches, authors, experts, executives, and successful business owners. Discover how these leaders not only overcame obstacles, but also learned core principles that led to their success when leading others. Welcome to the Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden. Uh, thank you once again for all my, my listeners. Thank you. And I urge you, if you haven't already, to subscribe, rate, and review. And because when that happens, we get more people listening, more he- more people that could benefit from this message. And not just this message, but having my my spectacular guests on and kind of giving their their viewpoint on different topics that gave them uh, the ability to be a high performer. So um, I just want to thank you once again for subscribing, rating, and giving me a, a review and also sharing. So today I want to come to you, you know, every so often I like to for you guys to kind of hear my perspective on on things and and hopefully someone can benefit from it. But I'm going to talk about foundational principles for success. And success can look and feel 
different for, for people, different types of people in different areas and different journeys. So these are some of my foundational principles that, uh, that I like to share with you guys. So when I was in New Orleans, I was drafted back in 96, and it was my first time buying a house. I, I bought this house in this new development, and there wasn't a whole bunch of other houses around me. But mine was built, it was, I thought it was perfect for me. It was just one level, three bedrooms. It was just me at the time, but um, I knew that my then girlfriend would be my wife and with my oldest son, Isaiah. So I bought this house. I got a chance to see other houses being built next to me. And I got a chance to to hear, to hear the building of the houses. And they would start, you know, early in the morning, like around eight or nine. That was early back then. But they would, you know, we're in New Orleans, specifically Kenner. And it's below sea level. So what they would do was I would hear them come and they would put these 25, 30, 30 foot pipes or wooden beams into the ground. They would be pounding these, these big wooden beams all over the place. And so I would watch them and I would hear them. So they would drive them all the way down into the ground. And then once that happened, then they would pour the cement to make the foundation. And I was like, man, what? I remember in Colorado, you know, where I'm from, seeing things being built. They didn't have to do all that. You know, they just poured the foundation, put the wood beams. They wouldn't drive them into the ground, but just to shape where the concrete was supposed to go. And that was it. Where in New Orleans, you know, they, they need more support because the ground is softer. So hearing that, Every day, it seemed like that happened for four to five months straight when they was building houses in this new development. I was like, man, that's that's really that's different to where they had to put these these beams and then the pour the concrete to make a strong foundation. And so having that in our world, in our life, I think it could benefit us. So when storms come, you know, different things that, that can impact us negatively, we have a strong foundation that we won't be swayed. We won't just completely crumble. And so one of the first foundations that, that I've found out, and, and my foundation, just to let you guys know, is, is my faith. And it wasn't like that for the majority of my life. I wasn't raised in a church per se. I, I mean, I would when we, ever we visited our, my, my grandmothers and, you know, we would definitely go to church. But other than that, I wasn't really raised in a church. But later on in life, when I was playing football, I ended up getting saved and I started my, my journey walking with, with my Lord and Savior. So my foundational principles starts there. 
just I want to make sure you guys knew that and where I stand. So my faith is my foundation. But one of the, the principles that I live by is not making decisions based on how I feel. And that and that's that's hard, right? We feel a certain way, we make a decision because we want to feel better. But you know, when you when you feel your way into things, it can be dangerous. If you don't think your way, you don't think your way. Like when you think your way, you can look at the positives and the negatives that come along when making your decisions. What's the worst thing that could possibly happen if you make this decision? What's the best thing that can happen? Will I feel happy? And how long would I feel happy? Will this make my life easier? So one decision I made was earlier this year, I ended up buying a, a car. And so I know how that goes. And um, I never buy brand new. I, I used to do that. I don't do that no more. That's silly in my opinion. But I ended up buying a used car. And this used car, uh, you know, it was a Beamer. And my wife didn't want that. She didn't want it. And, you know, it's still a kind of a sticking point <laughs> where um, how I went about it. And I really didn't I, I really didn't include her a bunch because I was going to be the one driving it. But anywho, um, I made the decision based off of a couple of things. Number one, it was a great deal. It was it was uh, used and it was cheaper. It was it was below blue blue book value. Um, it looked sweet. It had tinted windows. And I know if I pull up with something like that, it's going to people are going to look at me a certain way. As, as opposed to me pulling up in a minivan. Right. It's, it's just the truth. And so I want to be. uh I want to make sure, well, I am more intentional how I'm viewed now. And I like it. I've always been a big fan of BMW. So it wasn't just making a decision based off, man, I'm going to look dope in this. No, it was fuel efficiency. Um, it was a high, you know, hybrid kind of, I don't know, it's not a hybrid, but uh, it's, I don't have to fill it up a whole bunch. It does really well on the road and in the city. And it was black, it had tinted windows. I, I like that, right? But it wasn't just based off how I used to make decisions, how I felt. Oh, that's dope. I'm going to get it. No, there's a couple of other things that I wanted to put in the mix when I was making that decision. So, and it's the same thing with anything else. It can be with a relationship, right? It's, man, this can be a great relationship. She or he makes me feel good. Let me go ahead and jump in. Well, what's the best thing that can happen? And then what's the worst thing that can happen? Right? Thinking about those, those things when making a decision can help you. They can help you make the best decision for you at that time. Relationships. One of the things that, that it used to hurt me in the day, back in the day, was... Um, if somebody was, was cool with me, then I was cool with them. 
I didn't do any research on them. I didn't uh, spend a lot of time try, trying to figure out their what, how their character was. It was just, man, that was a cool cat. Yeah, he's, he's pretty cool. Friendly. Yeah, yeah, I'll hang with you. I'll go to the club with you. I'll go out to eat with you or whatnot. And that happened to me when I was a rookie. I ended up hanging out with this guy who who set up my my home security and a bunch of other electronical type type stuff. And he was from New Orleans, he's from the area, so I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. And we hung out a couple of times and whatnot and and um you know went to a couple of clubs and parties and whatnot and man, I, I started to get to know him a little bit and I was like, man, hold on, man, he's you. I think he's using me, using my name, being a, you know, using my celebrity as being my NFL player to get him what he wants, not necessarily, not necessarily what I want. And I felt used. But when I look at it, I was like, man, that's not his fault. That's his character deal with him. That's my fault. I'm just being dumb and gullible. And that, that happened a lot <laughs> when I was 21, 22 years old. And so now I do a much better job when, you know, relationships, I start to get to know people, see what they're like, see what their interests are, what they're passionate about, what they don't like. And, and then from there, hey, I, can, I think I can, I can jive with this person. And I can learn some things from them. I'm always about learning. I want to. I want to get better. So, but at first, you got to be able to understand, like, the people that you're dealing with. They might not have the same intentions as you. They might not have the same character, or even the character that you want to be affiliated with. If I'm hanging out with somebody, and they do something that puts them in a bad light, and then. People see them, oh, they used to hang with, oh, yeah, that's Alex's good friend. How does that make me look? A couple of different ways. What type of people to surround myself with? And I look like an idiot, right? And then, two, it makes me, I guess it makes me look stupid. Bad judgment. Or even my character is thrown in the mix. Or it could be, you know, if I was good friends with somebody, people can look at me a certain way. I don't have the same type of character as that as that individual, but I'm hanging around them. I don't want to get into cliches. You guys all know what that is, right? You, my mom used to say, you know, when you hang around dogs, you lay with dogs, you're bound to get fleas, right? <laughs> it's true. Third thing, like a principle of mine is, and I already talked about it, but it's growth. And hopefully, you know, I'm not the same. I know I'm not the same dude who was 22. I know I'm not the same cat. I don't talk the same. I don't think the same. And hopefully people can be able to say that about me. But it's like this. You know, when I was playing ball, hopefully when I was 13 years old, I wasn't 
acting the same on the field. Let's just say, just put in an environment on the field that I was when I was 21. Hopefully I'm able to make better decisions and I can be able to see things quicker. I can be able to look at information, dissect it, and then produce an outcome that I want. And then from that 22-year-old self to when I'm 30, the things that I'm seeing, let's just keep it still football. Hopefully I can be able to dissect information even sooner. Even like, for instance, before the ball was even snapped towards the end of my career, I knew what was going to happen. I knew the things that an offense was trying to do. I knew where my strengths and what my weaknesses were on any given defense. Early on, man, I thought that I can do everything on my own with my own ability. I don't need any help. I don't need to watch film. I'm good. I got stronger. I got faster. I got smarter. Even though, and when I say faster, I didn't get faster per se with my foot quickness, but I got faster in my mind. So, and and that takes growth and it takes people who you invest in or they invest in you for that to happen. There's no way I could be able to do the things that I've done without a coach. There's no things that I could have done even off the field now with, let's say, like with my speaking without a coach, without investing in some different programs. When I'm training, I'm training athletes, I need to get a certification. I need to take different classes. I need to get educated on performance. I can't just do it on my own. It takes growth and it takes an investment. So I know how important growth is. And hopefully I'm 47. I hopefully when I'm 57, I'm even I'm, I know more about myself and I'm growing more. If I'm growing more, I know I can help more people. And that's my purpose. I understand this. It's a fourth principle. Actions are greater than words. I used to think I was a smooth talker back in the day. Not necessarily with the ladies. I was, I thought I was, but if you talk to my wife, I really wasn't. Uh, But I know that actions, I know that actions prove more, uh, they have more weight than words. If I want to be the best, I want to to be the, the absolute best, there are certain things I'm going to have to do. And I can't wait for somebody to tell me to do it. I got to just do it. When I want something, say at home, when I want some snuggles from wifey, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to put some actions in. I can't just talk her. I can't just talk her to give me snuggles. Right? I have to be able to show and prove. I got to be able to fold some laundry, do the dishes, call her, ask her if she needs anything at the store. You know, there's, there's certain things, there's actions that have to happen before like words or you don't even need words, but actions show a lot. I said I want to be the best football player I could be. 
there's certain actions I needed to do. I can't just keep talking about how good I am or how good I want to be. There has to be some actions that has to happen. And the fifth thing, the principle I live by, is understanding the culture of your platform. Understanding the culture. So I'm not into all the, the, the music and the, the uh, rap stars and, and all that good stuff. But I do understand like the culture of, of music and how important it is and the platform of it. So me and my daughter, we was talking about this artist, uh, Pop Smoke. Now, I've never seen him, and I know he, he was murdered. And I was thinking, oh, murdered, rap star. Man, that's part of the, man, that's part of the culture. If you're going to be in that industry, especially um, gangster rap or whatever, but I don't think he was. So I just assumed he was murdered. Oh, man, he was in the wrong place, wrong, wrong time, messing with the wrong people. But then I did some research. I said, man, that's, that's not it. That wasn't. The, he was murdered in his, in his home in Beverly Hills. In Beverly Hills. Some guys got into his, his place and shot him. But understanding this, with his platform, he's a, he's a rap artist. He was a rap artist that has celebrity, meaning he has money. And if you think about some of the best things that can happen in the worst things that can happen with that celebrity, people think you have money. And there's people out there that are willing to take your money in your life. Every city I played in, our house got broken into. New Orleans, it was broken into when I wasn't there. San Diego, and in San Diego, we was in a gated community, nice community, broken into, once again, when I wasn't there. What does that tell you about, and, and, and this is, we didn't even have social media. So I wasn't telling people where I was, that I wasn't at home, that I'm on the road or, or whatever. They just knew I got family. I had my babies, my wife, when this thing, these things were happening. And this was even with having security system and all that. But understanding, man, the, the culture of whatever platform you're, you're in or you're on. The good stuff, you know, being a famous hip-hop star, rap star, and all the things that come with that, right, on social media and whatnot. But then also, man, there's people that's out in this world that want what you have from a celebrity aspect or monetarily. And they're willing to do whatever it takes to get it. That's scary. 
but you have to understand the culture of where you're at. The good and the bad. So just a recap, just some principles that that I live by. Hopefully it can give you some, some success. But making sure you don't make decisions based off intuition or how you feel. That you also think about the good and the bad that can come out of your decisions. Thinking about how it makes you look. Just being intentional, right? Number two, relationships. Making sure you're, you're, you're surrounding yourself with, with people, especially like, you know, I know we have friends and followers and all that, but having in your close-knit uh, community, you have people that, that you're okay with, that you know them, you have a relationship with, like a good relationship. And, and actually, man, I'm going to say good, but some people that can push you. Some of us, we end or we push people away that that they are there, they're put in your life to help you. And it's not about making you feel comfortable. Sometimes you do need people in your life to make you feel uncomfortable. So that can push you to another level. The third one, growth, right? Hopefully we are growing like every day. Every day, you're growing. You're growing every day to become the person that you're meant to be. It can be like every day, hopefully next year, I'll be a better version of myself. And I and the year after that and, and so on and so forth. But, you know, it takes some investment, whether you're reading books. Maybe you're just you're doing some meditation, thinking about yourself, taking care of yourself first. Your actions, making sure your actions are greater than your words. And we have some smooth-talking people in this world. I have some smooth-talking buddies. right? But you got to be able to look at their actions. Their actions and see what their intentions, do they align, do they match. And then understanding the culture of any platform. I don't care if you're a, if you're a um, social media celebrity or rap star or a football player, you got to know the culture of it. What is acceptable? What's going to happen? That's just part of the, you just chalk it up to the game, right? What's the culture of it? And can you change it or can you adapt to it? Or maybe you need to change whatever job that you're in. Maybe the rap game, maybe if you can't deal with the, all the negative and also all the positive stuff, maybe you need to step away. But I just want to kind of give you some some things to, to think about, something that I've been thinking about um, for a while. I just want to share my thoughts with you. Remember, I want you guys to be more intentional. I want to be more intentional with everything that I do. Understanding if I'm more intentional, I can make better decisions for myself and for others. And I can show up in the world and I can be able to help others. If I, I know I can do that if I have more intention. So, hey, thank you once again for listening, for, for lending me your ear. And I pray that you make it a productive week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shark Effect Podcast. 
If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at thesharkeffect.com. Thanks for listening. It's here, finally. My book, The Ultimate Playbook for High Achievement. You can get it on Amazon in the uh, paper paperback version, or you can get it on Kindle. And who this book is an in, intentionally created for is for those who are looking to transition, whether you was an athlete or an executive or a successful entrepreneur or whatever. If you're looking to transition into something different, this book can help you. I break it down. I lay down the foundation of who you want to be. I have a chapter in there that breaks down and boils down leadership, which is influence. And you got to understand these 10 influencers that can help you with decision making, that can help you with influencing others. And how are you influenced? I have chapters in there that really breaks down my system of assignment, alignment, and adjustment. Um, recognizing the power of your environments is a chapter developing your own procedures creating relationship roadmaps using adversity to your advantage right because we all go through tough times but how do you flip it how do you use it to power you okay and then developing your own standards so these are things that can help anybody not just not just athletes now there's some stories in there you know, that covers topics that, that resonate with athletes. But I think overall, this book can help um, anyone who is looking to transition into becoming successful in something new, something different. Okay, so make sure check it out. Amazon, the ultimate playbook for high achievement.